0: Welcome to the Roll Down Podcast, hosted live on Twitch every Tuesday night. Now, here's your hosts, Cutler and Soul. Hello everybody and welcome to the Roll Down. My name is Cutler, I'm sporting a fresh fade this evening, but my co-host and my friends can't see it. They'll be able to see this later on when it comes back, however. Guys... We're not doing too much on this episode. We've kind of phoned it in. We've got the 17 episodes and we've decided let's just bring our friends on and talk some shit for a little while. And that's the main aim of this episode. We want to kick back, have a beer, just hang out, get a bit drunk, talk TFT, talk some of the amazing people and friends we've met during the time in the oceanic and Southeast Asian TFT communities. So I hope you'll uh, hope you'll enjoy this more chilled out episode. Uh, if you do like it, we'll have our guests back and we'll do some more in the future. First of all, however, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Sol. Welcome to the show as always.
1: Great to be here as always.
0: Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna call these next two people close friends because they are two people who have shaped my enjoyment of TFT. In the last two years certainly less because i think i've known them for less but i'll start first with the man to my right Viagra. welcome to the show what's up everyone hello and uh last but certainly not least it's a man who uh two of the three other people on this podcast had never seen before until this very moment he was hidden from us like a mystery man and that is my dear friend untied untied welcome to the show
2: it's great to be here yeah i like to keep the mystery alive of course but, uh
0: yeah <laughs> i think I, I i'm
2: <laughs> i haven't i haven't streamed yet so i think it's yeah not not many people
0: have, have seen me but yeah i'm a fun player i might stream a bit in the future it's good to be here thank you very much and i appreciate you joining us this evening if um you guys, there's a lot going on in the world, but one of the things going on is that there's a lot of flooding in the, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, Southeast corner of Australia, as well as Southeast Asia. Uh, and that includes untied and I, who, uh, have been, it's been raining on for the last two weeks. So we appreciate untied joining us. who was having a bit of internet troubles the last 24 hours. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully I've got it all sorted, but yeah, hopefully, continue. hopefully so guys. We don't have all that much to talk about because the main topic of our episode is really an ode to OCE, the friends we've made along the way, and the people who have shaped our TFT journeys. But we do have one important thing to talk about, and that is, uh, the scholar cup, which was the most recent regional ish event happening in TFT in the oceanic region. We actually had someone uh, playing in it on this very podcast. And that was soul. Soul. I mean, I know the wound is still mm-hmm. fresh and maybe the stitches haven't quite healed over yet, but maybe you could tell <laughs> us a little bit about your uh, Scholar Cup experience.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, all said it was a pretty good run, you know, I made it to day two. Uh, I, was, I, I didn't immediately get knocked out of day two, so I at least played four games. It wasn't too bad. Uh yeah, other than that, uh it was a really good experience regardless. like a very very good like sort of learning experience. Um still only like the second proper tourney I've ever played TFT. So there's still like a lot to learn and a lot to like sort of adjust to and everything like that. So I think overall I'm like pretty happy with my performance. And uh yeah, even though there was still like a lot that I could have done better, but it's like I'm I'm happy overall with it if that makes sense. Made my peace with it at this point. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, I—I I mean, I think at least for a couple of us, we were mostly watching your uh, experience of this tournament. So, um, is there something that you learned from the event about the meta that's going on at the moment, guys? This is really going to be about as much TFT as we discuss. <laughs> uh,
1: I think I don't know meta-wise, like. Uh, I think that the weekend we saw a few comps sort of break out and really establish themselves in the meta. Um, we had things like uh, Jin, which wasn't regarded as highly, going into Tony, do really really well. Uh, I saw a lot of Draven do really really well as well. Um, I think a few like Seraphine, Innovator comps also come to mind that did really really well. So like, which is like oh, I was saying that like a lot of the meta comps previously that were very popular like uh, Renata, Irelia, SIVA um they obviously got nerfed uh in the patch that just happened, uh like this like last week in the big patch um so yeah, so we've seen like those comps sort of go back a little bit like fall back fall down a bit, and um these other
0: comps sort of you know come out, which I think is pretty cool and uh well, that concludes the t. f. t. portion of our episode for today guys <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, really... yeah. yeah. talk yeah. about
3: <laughs> players on ladder, I'm literally just a ladder warrior, so
0: no turning opinions from me
2: pretty much yeah i'm, I'm the same
0: yeah. you got three ladder warriors in soul here to be honest <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's just three um uh, three relaxed guys but look i i will say i think the skull nice cup was, was really interesting uh from a meta perspective because it's uh we've had a, a little while of the b patch now to sort of shake out uh, by i'll come to you and and ask you a little bit about how you're feeling on the current b patch
3: Right now. Um, let's see. I played a couple of games actually with the patch. I'm pretty sure I've played like a ton, like probably like 30 games already. And I'm pretty sure that the silver unit is, is absolute fucking garbage. I feel so <laughs> bad every time I see a silver 2 on my roll down, I put items on it and it just doesn't do anything. Um it's pretty much dead in the ground, uh for sure. The one thing I noticed was the popularity of Draven. Like, that's been popping up a lot more in my solo queue games. A lot of people just, like, grabbing a VIP debonair and then just slamming, like, whatever items. And then at level 8, they just roll down for VIP Draven. And pretty much, it cucks the Irelia comp a lot, I've noticed, just because the Irelia has to get through, like, the extra HP from the debonair trait, and then the Draven just goes ham, can't really one-shot it. So, as a Draven player, I'm happy. I just need to learn the comp, pretty much. Or, like, how to play Draven. So, yeah, that's my read on the patch.
0: Untied. Your thoughts on the patch. Are you a Draven enjoyer?
2: I'm definitely more of a Draven enjoyer than I am a just SIVA, Renata, every game enjoyer. (laughs) I think it's... I I haven't probably played enough of the patch to really know what I think of it, but... I guess I I really prefer it to uh, the, the first patch. I... It feels a lot more flexible. And, yeah, I don't know, I, I think I'm still getting used to the augments um, that are in the set, and I think that's where a lot of the fun is right now. Okay. I think some of the, the units that have introduced this set, um, and especially that have been strong, like Sivir and that, they're, they're not that fun compared to, I guess, what we lost in the last one, like Fiora and that. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of the, the fun is around the augments right now. Um, And the patch, it definitely feels better to be able to play more than two comps right now. Uh, Really looking forward to the next patch and what's coming up.
0: Soul TFT, my co-host and my friend. Before this episode, you said you'd read the patch notes and you were excited. I'd like you to tell someone who hasn't read the patch notes why they should too be excited about the coming up changes
1: (laughs) to the game. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure, Uh without just like going over everything. Uh oh, just man. a lot of big picture stuff for the next patches. So 4.5, is that the one we're up to now? 12.5 is gonna be a really, really big patch. Um their intention is that this patch will basically go on for about a month. Um, is what they've said, I believe. Um if they've if they've said that if they need to be patch it, they will be patch it next week other than that this is going to be like the patch for like a whole month so they've like really done a lot to sort of they put a lot of work into it uh in the rundown if any listen to the rundown uh Dog and kent like they sounded like they were really fucking tired and they were like really really stressed out so i i can tell that like you know and just like looking at like all the work that they put into it i can tell that like yeah a lot's going on into this patch but the sort of big picture stuff is like um, it basically fixed a lot of the sort of criticisms and issues of the set from like uh just like for example like augment balance uh is a lot better um just by looking at it um they've nerfed a lot of the combat augments like people who've played a lot of set six point five will know how much stronger sort of combat or aug- combat augments have been the set compared to last set the f- like the fact that there are more combat augments for you to pick and then like a lot of them are just really, really strong. Um, they've, like, they've adjusted things like Term of Traits, so that, like, Tier 1 Term isn't as broken. Like, you can't abuse as much as you can anymore. Uh, there's a whole bunch of, like, balance changes to different champions. Uh, some like, like, for example, like, one of the big ones is that, uh, non-VIP Draven got significantly, uh, buffed. It's almost like a semi-rework where, so, non-VIP Draven now uh, innately has 4 Hex attack range, plus, I think it's, like, 25% armor thread. So, you don't have to hit vip draven anymore to do it you can just play draven thank god because playing vip draven felt pretty good playing not vip draven felt pretty bad uh and then other than that um there's just a lot of other just like general balance changes like fixing up like readjusting numbers and items um you know moving things around like that and so i would say yeah the patch looks really really good
3: oh one big change i'm excited for in the patch is um they're changing how you can't get some augments if you're playing certain traits on the board. Because yep. um, I think they removed like you can't get battle mage or like um knife's edge if you're playing like two sniper. Because I had a game like yesterday, I literally got both battle mage and knife's uh-huh. edge while I had mf two and Caitlyn two on my board. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just got two
0: augments. Yeah,
1: what yeah. am I
3: supposed to do? yeah so um, yeah
1: i i just can't wait for that one to like go live. That, that was the one i forgot to mention that like i had in my head that i needed to say it but i just didn't say it uh yeah they fixed up the algorithm which is probably the thing that i'm like the most excited for uh it only applies to three three though so two, uh one four augment is still like pretty much purely random mm-hmm. but three three i think three three and four five augments are the algorithm that is a lot more tail ta- tailored to your board now so that'll be a lot better to play, i
0: think for sure if anybody yeah. was watching uh keith earlier today he told yeah, it was just about to mention mission. <laughs> he took the yordles where you get items, and uh, yeah. his prismatic at four six was m- like two shit, like makeshift <laughs> and something else. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was makeshift level up it was battle, and like something else. Battle mage
2: as well. <laughs> he had like the back backline socialite hex. So... Yeah,
0: backline socialite hex. Battle mage <laughs> uh, That should be reportable. <laughs> yeah, level, battle battle mage level up and makeshift. It
2: was looking good too, and it was just fast 8th after that.
0: That's so fucking funny. So that's being fixed. That's being fixed. I'm glad that at least some of you pay attention to TFT news. I was just expecting to come and drink, so. (laughs) Thank you for saving me, guys. Look, um, the point of this episode, of course, outside of everything, is to talk about why we love the community that we're in. And I received uh probably about 15 to 20 dms from uh, friends and community members about their favorite moments in the oce sea tft communities but we're not going to start with them we're going to start with our panel members so uh, you guys have had a little while to think about this so i hope you're ready i'm going to start with you Soul. uh favorite moments favorite people best memories of, of tft and uh what like what keeps what brings you back every week to this fucking podcast?
1: Ah uh, favorite moments uh, I think one of the ones that does stand out to me, and this is like a sneak peek to what Penny said is that uh when we all played set six p d that experience was really, really cool, and it honestly felt like it felt like, like the culmination of like you know several months of like meeting you people, hanging out with people and stuff, and then like all of a sudden. We're all there playing this t- this dumb TFT game on PBE, and that was really really fucking cool. Because I and, and obviously like even from that experience, like I met a lot of new people as well. Uh from that as well. Like shout out to Adam Ronnie, who like I hadn't interacted much with at all, but I felt like I really got to know during like the pe- like during Set Six PBE, which is really really cool. So yeah, I think like that was like pr- if I was to pick one specific moment, that one really stands out to me. Uh, but other than that, in general, I mean, this is gonna this is gonna be really like layman's love, just just meeting a lot of like new people from TFT, uh, is been really really cool. Um, from literally just starting out as like some random person in like Sleppy and Viagra's chat, and then like meeting, <laughs> branching out, meeting all these people, getting into streaming, like all that stuff's just been really really cool.
0: That's really nice that's really nice isn't it i think um i mean i've told the story on this podcast before about how we met so i might come back to that in a little while Mm. as a turning as a pivotal moment for me um let's go to let's go to you carlos i'd love to hear your thoughts on this oh man
3: like memorable moments as like part of the oc community it's been like so if you guys didn't know how i ended up here um so i used to like play tft mainly in um NA and KR, because um, most of the people I watched on Twitch were like Soju, Crew and all that, and KR just because I live here, so I figured it's like the best place to climb. And I've been streaming on Twitch since like August 2020. It's actually like a lot longer than a lot of the OCE streamers here, it's just that um, I was a uh, one-viewer Andy because I had like no community to attach <laughs> myself to. There's not really like a lot of English-speaking Koreans on Twitch. Um, I wasn't in like the NA scene like for that long. And so, like, it started when I was, um, I found Jose's stream when it was recommended to me, and I figured out that he played on OCE, so like, I made an account literally just to snipe him there. <laughs> and so, like, after hanging out, <laughs> after hanging out in Jose's chat, I got to know like people like Keep, um, mm-hmm. Mina, um, man, this is like the early days of Jose's stream too. So I was like, there was a lot of people at like, DB, so like, just by like hanging out in Jose's chat and like just playing like. The OC ladder I essentially just got to meet everyone there and like for the most part Jose has been like uh, supportive with my stream as well so it's like you know a lot of viewers come in and interact and so it's like I feel really blessed to be a part of this community after like you know playing TFT with like just myself like I literally treat it as a solo queue game it's not like I'm going out here on the KR server talking shit like the <laughs> random people on the ladder I see every day So it's, it's like <laughs> it's a lot more like community based now and so, like, it's helped my enjoyment of the game a lot more, for sure.
0: That's, so great. that's, that's great. much it. That's a great story. That's really cool. Uh, we are going to, of course, move over to untired now. I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on this as uh, as someone who is the most recent out of everybody that, I, that certainly I've met. Yeah. Well,
1: um, I guess i I
2: played TFT since that one. I've played probably yeah, as, as long as it's been around. But I didn't really start I guess, interacting with people or watching watching streams until I think set four or five. Um, and I think everyone in this podcast right now happened to be the first three people that I properly, I guess, interacted with just independently, just by chance on, on streams. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, I, through just playing, um, playing TFT, seeing people, I think everyone here had their Twitch name in there. IGN. And I saw that, and I just went onto a stream and said hi, and everyone was incredibly friendly. I, I think I played a lot of League of Legends before TFT, and the community and League is so much more competitive with each other, so much more animosity towards each other with the feelings of, like, these people holding me back. But everyone in TFT is just so friendly and so happy to help each other learn. Um, the, yeah, the second I came into anyone's stream here, like all three of the people on this podcast were just friendly and interested to, you know, ask about how i had been playing TFT, how i would be playing, and get to know me as well. And that was, yeah, it was amazing to me to see just a, a friendly, open community. Um, and then I think it just happened. I I, I found Kotler, oh, I think I found Biogra first, um, and then Kotler, and then Soul, what it happened to just happen that Cutler and Soul were friends and that everyone sort of was part of the same community. Uh, and yeah, it, it's it's. I think for my favorite moment, it's probably this one right here, where it's you know the first three people that I've Eesh. interacted with. Uh, I'm now on a podcast with, and it, it, it's great. Tigers. <laughs> oh man, that is
1: actually true though. Already. I'm pretty sure.
3: I'm pretty sure Untied is like my second ever sub. Like, he has a Founders, and he's like my
0: second ever sub. now that I think about it. Untied is a Founders in my chat as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think purely by chance. I just, I, I found Viagra, and then like a week later, I found Cutler, and then really soon after that, Soul. It's just a <laughs> life.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Untied has the
0: Founders in all of our chats. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. He's a good friend. That's very wholesome. That is very wholesome. I will uh, try and keep my story a bit short. I'll sort of talk about quickly how I met Sol first. I um, ran into him on Ladder one day just playing games um, and added him after the game was over because he had his TTV in his name. And I like gave him a follow and he had about... 15 or 20 followers like you'd really you'd started about three or was four days before. literally
1: just starting yeah it was like the was it the first or second week it was really early either way it was really close yeah. it was really
0: close and so you just started streaming and it, i was coming up on doing a um uh 24 hour uh community um uh, thing for a for a hospital on the sunshine coast in australia And uh, I decided that during the 24 hours to keep myself sane, I would invite people onto the stream at points to talk to them about their Twitch journey and how they got started and why they got started. And I thought, well, there's probably no better person to talk to than someone who's just started streaming. because it'll be interesting to hear why why they started and what, what they like about TFT. And then probably about 20 or 25 minutes into our chat, I think i'd probably said about 10 words altogether because soul was talking the whole time about just these yeah. like incredibly enjoyable like complex tft theories about what he like really enjoyed about the game uh and how how like in and it was so interesting to listen to and there was someone there was somebody in my chat that was like oh, you guys should make a podcast and so i messaged David, after the episode, and was like, do you want to just fucking make a podcast? Why not? Why don't we just get it started? And um, that's how... Uh, that's basically how I met Soul, and that's basically why the podcast exists from this point on. But really, up until set 4.5... four point 5, 4, 4. five, I, like, didn't know anybody in the community. Mostly because... I didn't do this I didn't stream I played on a MacBook because I didn't have a computer a PC I used to play I used to sit on my MacBook after work and play all night TFT and I would watch (laughs) Scara. I watched Scara before I even downloaded TFT in set two on how to play so from that point on from like set four onwards I sort of started talking to anybody who had TTV in their name I'd like add them (laughs) because I'd started uh, doing a couple of streams here and there and all of a sudden I'd met people like Donnie and Keith and and of course uh, you three I mean there are so many more that I could name Uh, and there literally are like almost a hundred people that you could probably name that, that like you just know on ladder and like talk to in game and things like that uh, I know I said I would keep this short, but uh, shut the fuck up. So, look at the at the um, end of the day, I think um, uh, meeting uh, meeting David especially, which has really set all of this into motion, has been really. It pro- it's my highlight. That's my absolute highlight of all of this, and um, you know I wouldn't change it, especially with uh, with what we're doing now and what we've got coming up. So uh, it's been pretty great. I would say. So you-
2: you're so right about um. I guess Twitch is so important for the community. You know? wow. mm-hmm. with with other other games, multiplayer games where you have teammates and that, it's really easy to to have an experience or have a game with someone where things go well and you add them after the game, and become friends. But I guess in TFT, there's less of those interactions because it's all about what you do. No one's. Mm, yeah, I guess other people true. do affect how you play, but it's very like, you don't get moments where someone does something really great and it benefits you or you sort of want to add them after um it really comes from you know you see that they're a stream or you see that they're involved in the community and you talk to them through that um so twitch is just so important for that in tft Cheers, sure, sure.
3: sure. oh, cheers, man it's actually kind of surreal i started playing in oc in like set four and like i remember my friends list was literally just like um was like three people and then i was like Full. It's full as fuck. After like <laughs> a year or two yeah. years of playing TFT in OCE, it's actually kind of surreal to see like how full my friends just became. Uh,
0: yeah. So it's a nice feeling for sure. It is a nice feeling, and um you know, I mean, e- even now, like you know, where we are right now. I mean, from from this point. If you're not watching this live i mean you're probably in one of n other oc tft challenger player chats right now just like hanging out with your friends and playing <laughs> the game and that's one of the really nice things like i mean half the time we do this podcast like on my other monitor there's another oc challenger streamers stream on just like they're just playing the game, they're talking to their friends, they've got anywhere from 10 to 2, 3, 4, viewers, whatever it may be, um, and it still feels like you're just hanging out with your friends, so it's really nice, and I, you know, with, um, with all the quarantines that have happened in the last few years, I know that's that sort of old, old to kind of talk about now, because especially Australia, I mean, we've sort of moved on a little bit from quarantines, but Mm -hmm. That was, I think, the quarantines were a big factor, I think, personally, in in sort of the the melding of these online OC communities together. it happened around
1: set 4.5, set set 4, set (laughs) 4.5. I I mean, lockdown's literally what, like, got me to, like, finally try streaming, because like, it's been something that's been on the back of my brain for, like, so long, I just like, never never like actually did it because i was like oh it's probably too hard and then lockdown happened and i was like i am so fucking bored all i'm doing is waking up doing my online uni work and then just just playing tft and may as well stream it (laughs) so (laughs) so i think like i literally i remember i literally asked my friend i was like yeah do you know i i I, I know you like stream casually do do you know much at all And he proceeded to help me set it up, and I was like, oh, this is way easier than I thought it was. (laughs) And that was pretty much it.
3: Oh, man, that's another thing. My streaming journey has been, like, insane, dude. When I started streaming on, like, OCE, I had, like, I was using my phone as, like, a camera. And I was using, like, my earphone mic. Yeah, I was using my earphone mic. I remember this. A second monitor, a proper like streaming setup. It's insane to see like how much has changed since like I started like interacting with you guys in terms of like streaming.
1: I, I mean, remember when sorry, uh, I was I'll just say what I was gonna say. I I, I remember the days of uh, when you streamed Valorant, Kalos, and you uh, you you had to look down to read chat. Yeah, because <laughs> I had a second <laughs> monitor. <laughs>
2: I was just gonna say I missed the vein one trick streams. That's what I oh, started those were, watching. Those years.
3: were fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all all you guys would see me do is sell my board and like hold one vein and be like, "We're chilling."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can we all uh, put our drinks up for chat? By the way, guys, I posted in uh, in the chat what we're drinking right now, but we got some drinks. Yeah. So. Hashtag ad. Hashtag add, oh. um, <laughs> Not really. Asahi, if you're listening uh sponsor us sponsor us we've got a tournament coming up (laughs) Uh, i want to get into reading a couple of messages that i got from uh community members and i think there will not only be a really nice sort of trip down memory lane but also good sort of discussion jumping off points uh, this one was actually directed uh, for Soul. This one specifically came from uh, Mash. Oh yeah. And uh, Mash said his favorite moments in TFT were the two weeks where Soul and I were climbing to Chali and set five point five together. Were a highlight. Uh, and yeah. uh, we'd both start stream in the morning and pray to the LP gods and see if we both <laughs> make it
1: yeah that was uh that was so fun um mishmash was like one of i mean it sucks that he doesn't he doesn't really stream anymore because he's really really busy with uni he's like writing a thesis right now so he's just like just being a hermit but um yeah mash was one of the first people i i I, like met on on, like twitch like while i was like streaming um because i think I, i think like we met because like i got raided or something and then he was part of the raid and then i found out that he also streamed and then from there, we just started running. We just started like running into each other on like ladder and stuff. And like I would raid him, he would raid me. Like we talked to each other in each other's chats. It was like, and this is like back when I only had like I was averaging like you know two three views viewers, you know. So this was like really really early days. And yeah, that was that was really really cool. So yeah, definitely miss mesh. Come back for set seven. I mesh. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I think five point five was really.
3: As a, as a community, like, everyone who, like, we hung out with were, like, the highest they peak on ladder. It's, like, you'd actually see, like, a full Chali oh. game or, like, a Chali yeah. GM game where, like, most of us were there. Yeah, now it's, like, it's too hard to climb now. I don't know.
0: Four digital P, <laughs> baby. I'll never get it back ever again.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: God. I remember those days. Yeah. 5, like 5.5 12. for me was, like, surely the highlight of, like, my rank climb. And I was, like, probably, like, the peak of, like, my streaming like
1: yeah, my current streaming well, career. So. Well, it's exactly as you said, right? Five point five was like the perfect store. Like everyone was high ranked, so you'd actually see everyone in your ranked games. It was actually so
0: fun.
2: It was great, Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I will give a special shout out as well. A moment of um, absolute, uh, fantastic like climbing memories for me is for um, me and Dani. We used to be have work on one of our monitors and on the second monitor we would play tft together all day and we were trying in the last two weeks of 4.5 to get challenger we both got to like seven or 800 lp and we both missed challenger at the end of the set <laughs> and but i had two i had two accounts with over 700 lp and they were both gm <laughs> <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> The
3: 5.5 5 cutoff, I felt like was so low too, so it was a lot easier, it was, I don't like, know.
0: Yeah.
3: It was super low, I was like, you could get Chally, like, three weeks into the set, two weeks, it's like, still 500. And I was like, that's yeah. so... that's usually not the case, I feel like. No? Well, I mean,
1: I was gonna say, you say that, but 6.5, it's 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 still like... Okay, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> it's there's, totally like 50, there's like 50 challenge points. Like no, yeah. <laughs> Do
2: you I mean, I not just the slots, challenge slots, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Do you think, Do think that just up, happens? Like, with um, like 0.5 sets? 0.5? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's got I'm it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's got it. But I'm not sure. Hmm.
2: Might just be that everyone's like, you know, there's not as big changes and everyone's not as excited to play.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's I good. don't know.
3: I have like 100 plus games on this set already and I'm still fucking 300 healthy hard
1: stocks. Can, so. can, can, can I flex real quick? Like, how games like, <laughs> i
0: no fucking chance like move on next topic. topic next topic hold on like there's some fucking time. guy in uh, na who's already played a thousand games he's games. like 1100 lp a thousand yeah holy oh no he doesn't sleep enough
1: he's like i don't think i've ever played
2: more than like 300 games in the set
1: really okay yeah. i always end up like around 600 i feel like
0: right so, J- i usually have like several accounts yeah. so it's like yeah 600 cumulative I play like two or 200, a set, I think. The most was three point five where I played like four hundred games. We, we play too much TFT. Holy <laughs> <laughs> I've already played ninety games, but I'll play like thirty more before the end of the set. It's not I'm gonna keep playing.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll play me like see me twenty
1: when in I, the I next first week. Thought, like, the first two weeks I started like I was, I streamed. Cause I was only like cause I didn't have like, I really have any viewers i just like played all day like i would just play like 10-12 hours a day and like log like 20 games a day
0: now i play like four games and i immediately want to pivot (laughs) i play one game i go fourth i'm like oh that was stressful i guess i'm gonna go do nothing else for the rest of the day
2: Mm -hmm. i I can't have if i'm winning i'll play like all day but if i lose like two games in a row i take like a week break
0: oh yeah true (laughs) True. True.
1: i can can respect that you know (laughs) I don't the losses. At
0: the end of five point five I went from eleven hundred LP down to three hundred on an insane loss streak, basically. And that was it. And that was it. That's when I was like, okay, I need to stop playing TFT for a while. Fuck you know. This game, man. Um That was good. That was a good start, actually. That was really nice. We'll keep going with some um some other messages from people.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so the next message I got back was from uh was from Penny. And that was um uh Penny's best moment was playing the set six PBE. And um the one of the best uh moments for her was being in the uh roll down podcast Discord hub call with everybody, as we mentioned earlier. Uh yelling things like, No, I'm going eighth over and over again. Uh, <laughs> with a special mention to the games and memories she made with Rane and Untired. Um we basically the reason that I started the server initially wasn't just for the podcast, it was so that we could play set six PBE together. <laughs> yeah. I mean the a, channels are literally
1: still called PBE voice channel, so Yeah, we don't have like a we <laughs> oh, yeah. don't have like a
0: regular <laughs> yeah. discussion channel. We have a PBE discussion channel and that's it basically.
3: Um, we still have a channel just to drop PBE IGNs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's really nice for, like, new people who want to come in as well because they can, like, add add some people and, and play some games and things like that. If you are listening to this and you do want to be a part of that kind of stuff, I, I will say that the joining us on, on Discord is a good way to do it. I, I mean, if this episode doesn't convince you that, that this is, like, a friendly community, I don't know what will, to be honest. Yeah,
2: well, I think up until that point, I don't think I'd ever played more than, like, 10 games of PBA. And it was the, the community and the Discord stick around and play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it yeah, I the only reason I think I did like climbed well in that set was because I wanted to play so much more and I played so much PBE and it was just yeah the people in the community keeping me there.
3: For sure. I remember like waking up on like on like during the PB patch cycle, I just scroll through my friends list and shoot them like a DMs like Discord and it's, like yeah. make the lobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah. That's so good
0: good memories oh. thank you for that penny and uh yeah another shout out to Rane. i actually heard from him yesterday he was not yesterday two days ago he is currently in the middle of making soundcloud rap songs about protesters the new zealand protesters who came through last year uh, and they're fucking good maybe i'll link it in the show notes so you can go and listen yeah
2: please link that
0: sure. Uh, okay, this one is from um, a former guest of the podcast, Maxi Bloke. Uh, I didn't pay him to say this, but his p- favorite person is actually me, um, right. which is unbelievable. Actually, uh,
1: actually unbelievable. Actually, unbelievable. how much did you PayPal have? How much did you <laughs> pay <paypal>? not <laughs> Really? <laughs> Maxi, streaming while
0: this podcast is going on. I don't know how can this be? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Maxi, don't uh, don't forget to check your PayPal. Um, he says that his favorite moment is also set 6 PB. There's a bit of a trend here, I think, mostly because I asked basically everybody who was in those PB lobbies. Uh, but he says his absolute favorite moment from set 6 PBE, and I had forgotten about this until he sent it to me, was Dhani feeding three-star Mundo to Tom Kench actually, accidentally. I remember this. do forget. I remember this. <laughs> was it just because he like was trying to swap
3: and it like yeah. hovered over the kids? Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yo, and, oh, and then oh. he lost.
3: I don't think I was there for this one, so but I can just imagine it. And I can just imagine the, oh shit.
1: I can just imagine this fucking death, death slam. slam. He started screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He literally started screaming.
1: Many death slams <laughs> were redeemed in an instant.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that's so good. Uh, that's yes. great, that's so good.
3: <laughs> Set6PB is definitely, like, the most I've ever interacted with anyone in, like, the OC community and, like, voice. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, for sure, like, yeah. Before yeah. that, it was just, like, um, I think it was, like, coaching with Jose. And then I think I talked to Sleppy once, like, on a World's Watch party. But then, like, it wasn't until, like, Set6PB where I started talking to, like, everyone a lot more. Where it's like, oh, if I see you on ladder, just get on Discord and we'll, like, talk.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. This PB actually like normalize the whole like just hanging on Discord during ladder games, which was really, really cool.
2: I hope set seven pB will be the same when it comes out.
1: <laughs> yeah. The games
2: fun
0: yeah. again, smudge. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> <Smudge.
0: laughs> <laughs> Oh god, uh, I got one from Danny actually, who um, I don't even think I should read because he went live two minutes before the podcast came online. So I know. <laughs> What's the out point? How dare he? It's uh, it's always, it's always nice to see James doing well. He's like cultivated such a, mm. a an awesome little community as well. That's future. That's uh, past and future guest, uh, Jay Danny. Um, uh, James's favorite moment was his uh qualifier bet with Dappler. Uh, they both made a deep run into a uh, set six qualifier tournament, and they had fifty bucks on it. And basically, every every game that went past, they got more and more invested in the game. Uh, in the game and in the bet, and uh, he says he really didn't want to lose fifty dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> Did <end> <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he won. I don't remember who won this one. No, 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 Dap- no. D- D-
1: D- won. That's that's the start of the whole meme. It was like a it was a huh? minus forty meme. If you go on Dapples, if you, if was ever streaming, just type minus forty, and he'll know what's going on
3: oh okay I, I don't think I was aware for this one i'll I'll make sure oh, to do okay, it next okay. on richard's
1: next stream. I'm typing
3: yeah, it.
1: yeah, yeah it's too yeah. late what this richard will know what 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 he's talking about <laughs> what you' are talking about <laughs> <a> good time. <sighs> uh I,
3: like again i am not a i'm not allowed to compete in tourney, so I don't remember a lot of the shit that went
0: down during tourney badly. <laughs> Give I, a slot to s e a please. Please. I haven't done any bets I've only done one bet with one friend, and that was an actual North American streamer friend of mine named ominous t f t who um uh actually stopped playing the game after this bet uh it was the shortest <laughs> amount of games from d four zero l p to master we did a we did a ten subs bet on it and uh it took me twenty seven games and it took him a hundred and forty and he got so out. <laughs> tech- he got so burnt out with the game that <laughs> he stopped oh, playing. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. And he shit. That's an entire, a lot of games. He took an entire set break. Holy oh. fuck. Brutal. Uh, we did it in the same region, yeah. Uh, for the uh, question you, in chat.
2: Have you guys done that? Have you, like, stopped for a set, or half a set, and then come back?
3: Nope. You know, and surprisingly, st- I haven't. Stopped. My games, yeah. like, my total games were, like, super down, but I never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I was still playing because I'm addicted to this game. <laughs> Me too. I never
1: skipped a set, but set 5 was the closest I've ever mm-hmm. been to, like, like, like quitting the game. Not quitting, but you know what I mean. Set 5 was the closest I got to, like, just, like, not playing the game. Set 5, all I remember is, I remember Blue Bluff, I remember abusing Dark Blue Bluff LeBlanc, and then I remember abusing Karma. That's it. That's all. That's mm. all I did. I, I I remember the start of the set. I remember the end of the set. I didn't play the middle of the set at all.
2: Yeah, I never stopped. But I think set four was. Pretty, I was pretty close to like I barely played any games. Set so four or four
1: point five. I think both. I really like
0: four
1: point think... five. Is that I, four point five? I think I think everyone agrees that four point five was like way worse than four.
0: No, way. Like 4. 4 was way worse than 4.5. I uh, nearly quit oh, in set come. 4. I nearly quit Bro, in set 4. I
1: can't. My my least no. amount of
3: games played in a TFT set is 4.5 for sure. Like,
1: oh I, God, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed
3: set 5, both like 5 and 5.5. 5. 4.5 I just ha- did not enjoy like the comps. Like there there was nothing for me that was like well, I enjoy like yeah. front-to-back comps with like a strong tank, like strong front line, strong back line. So it's like Like, that's why I enjoy Draven. I enjoy, like, um, Vayne. What else was there? Like, basically, my favorite comes always from the back. And in 4.5, we had, like, Kale, which is, like, I I did not enjoy playing Kale. And so, I like, there's nothing to play for me in 4.5 that I, like, was enjoyable for my playstyle. I was, like, just so much the closest I've come to, like, quitting set. Hmm.
0: I liked 4.5, mostly because I, I climbed really hard to Challenger in that set and got so close. Like, sort of... But I hated set 4. I hated set 4. I hated Kane. I hated Riven. I hated all those units. All the well, Dusk it's, units. That's
1: too bad. Cause, cause, cause I, I, I'm an unashamed <laughs> Dusk refusal. I love unashamed. Riven. I fucking love Riven. Bad
0: <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I've never, I've never stopped a set either, but I have taken break. There's certainly been times when, like, I had LP that I didn't want to lose, but there was like a patch that I was like, I fucking can't. I just fucking patch can't breaks. I think shit. are a lot more common. No. Yeah. Like I'll take a break for a whole
3: patch. I like will play close to zero games on a patch that I do not like,
1: but I will mm-hmm. never
0: take a break for like a whole set. Yeah, at the very start of, By... what was. Elderwood ASOL, was that 4.5, 4.5? 4.5, So I, after, uh, like, two days of that set, just before everybody knew Elderwood ASOL was uber broken, I was ranked 2 with, like, 300 LP in GM in, like, the second day, uh, and then they hotfix nerfed it, and I stopped playing for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking stopped playing, because all I was doing was slamming Elderwood spat, like, at the start of every game only buying maokai and uh and just chilling and that was all i did i like climbed immediately Mm -hmm. uh and then i stopped playing because they fucking ruined it they fucking ruined it ridiculous anyway I, i think i like that i like that set because i had a lot of good memories with the comps and i think that's really what um where you kind of get a lot of your enjoyment from, like, I, I think everybody loves, and I, I I will speak for everybody here, everybody loves 3 or 3.5 if you played it, because mm-hmm. they all okay. have like a okay. mo- a moment where they're like, dude, I did the most fucking insane thing on this specific <laughs> galaxy that was so sick you'd have to fucking see it to believe it. Oh, I think, I think it
2: was 3 or, I think it was 3.5 where I went twenty twenty 20 Kale before everyone realised it was broken and hit Challenger for the first time.
1: Uh, that'd be so, yeah, I loved yeah, it for okay. that. Yeah, original kale was in set three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prono kale times. One. I think I just
2: I, I played nothing but kale from masters to challenger and didn't didn't bot for a single game because everyone had to caught on. yet.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: Do you guys think that um, the quality of the set to you was really influenced by like the previous few sets? Because like for me, like I like six point five, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel incredible to me. But I think that's largely because I really liked five point five at six. I
0: think that yeah.
2: if, if you went from four point five point, uh, if you went from like five point zero to to this now, it'd be the best set ever. Just because of the the difference <laughs> in quality.
1: I think you can go from five hundred to any set. This set yeah, the best set ever. <laughs>
2: Even that, like, I, think, I think 6.5 is a really good set compared to like everything we've had. Um, sure, yeah. And it just doesn't feel that amazing to me personally, because I think the last two sets mm-hmm. were really good as well.
3: Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I enjoyed 6.5, honestly. I like, I like have a lot of fun playing the game right now. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's like not
3: I, as bad. Yeah. I'm not as like, influenced. I
1: feel For like I've a of people that actually like 6.5. I don't yeah. know if that makes me a psychopath, but... Yeah. No, I don't know.
2: Like, I don't dislike it. I enjoy it. I just think that, yeah. like, if I hadn't had these past two sets, I'd be like, "Wow, the game is like solved. It's the best. It's the best set that's ever." Yeah, been. it's incredible. Oh, for sure. And instead, I'm just like, "Yeah, I I, I enjoy this." But like, if we went back to six or five point five, I would be
1: like, "Wow, I'm missing out." Mm. Yep. Uh, I think I think I, th- I think I do mostly agree though. Like, I do compare. I do feel my enjoyment of sets is linked to like how good like the sets like a fresh in my mind were if that makes sense mm. and i'll be honest i didn't actually like six that much like set six that much, <laughs> Sorry, which yeah. is probably why i like set 6.5 a lot more because <laughs> uh I, I don't know i think i spoke about this a lot but like my problem with set six isn't it's not conceptually it's not like, that's not the issue uh if anything like set six is a better like champion deck like set six has like an actual better deck if that makes sense yeah like, I, I six, what, like yeah, like the biggest criticism that i agree with everybody on uh, 6.5, 6.5 is 6.5 is a very unoriginal deck because like most of the units in the deck are like reprints especially the forecasts that you're playing around right the units are like you've already played before yeah. so like that i don't think it's fair but like i feel like everyone forgets how like absolutely imbalanced augments were when they first came out in set six like <laughs> firstly the augments themselves were not balanced very well like if you like you know you, you i think you take for granted i think people take for granted like The trade-based offense like giving champions and shit Shit. Like they they didn't even give champions at the start And then coupled with the fact that like For a while they gave three Some of them gave three costs while others gave one cost like, just remember that Arcanus Heart gave you a TF while Chemtech gave you a Zack. Like, you know, or oh. Scrap gave you an Echo. <laughs> I'm just let us sink in real quick. Change. And then like, not to mention the 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 uh the augment algorithm was even worse at launch. It was even shitter at launch. Like you would get so many options that did not make any sense at all. So Yeah. But the units are pretty good. So that that, that is the redeeming factor of of set six. The units are pretty cool.
3: I do not remember a lot of set six, honestly. I played like a ton of games, uh, like launch. I don't remember anything you said about like any of that should be imbalanced. I just picked whatever the fuck yeah. I wanted and played whatever I wanted, pretty much. But like, <laughs> it I don't was know. Fun. Like, it just wasn't balanced. When, when we're talking yeah. about sets, I feel like what matters to me is like how fun were the comps? Was it like anything? Mm.
0: Like,
3: if you say like um set five, like for me the comps that come to mind are like. Shadow Blue Buff LeBlanc, hmm. like Vein, like Vein One, Fast Nine. He's those like those of those are like oh, the, <laughs> yeah. Blue Shadow Blue Buff Rise. like those are like they were imbalanced, but they were fun when you were the one playing them. I was like, what else? <laughs> like just sure. think of like a memorable comp. When it comes to like set six, like I don't remember much. Where I'd be like, this game sucks. I'm gonna hate playing this game. Or like it's. The the game's deciding, like for six point five, I already have one. It's it's the stupid Renata comp. I hate that <laughs> thing with a burning passion. And when someone talks about six point five later, when we're in like set nine or something, when they say six point five, that's the first comp that's gonna come to my mind. I just don't feel that way for like set six. I don't know.
1: Gonna Maybe a, you guys uh, have like TTS a comp It's
2: it's yeah. such a high impact skill that she has that just doesn't yeah. visually or like it doesn't feel like a high impact skill. Yeah, like. That's... It does. It has so much value, but it, it, like just looking, mm. it's like, oh, a bit of poison spray. It's like, what's that actually doing? Yep. yep,
0: yeah. yep, yep. Cassiopeia actually. Mm. You know, I'll go to Cassiopeia like 4.5. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 4.5. Po- yeah. Well, Which one? Was was the 4.5?
1: one that, one that the dots, dots or the one that stuns? Dots. 3.5. Ah, uh, three po- That's three,
2: 3.5. three
1: and Three point po- po- five. Sorry, it's just, just three
2: point five. Sorry, sorry. Three point five. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember that. Vanguard Mystic, baby! It's yeah,
1: Vanguard Mystic, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. board.
0: It <laughs> was so fun, I love that comp so much. Nico before I Nico. I love that comp, that comp yeah. too, but one of the reasons it felt fun to play is because you could actually tell that the skill was doing damage. Because you could actually, like, visi- like, the visible difference was, like, you just absolutely knew that you were, like, melting a whole board. Like, mm-hmm. Renata just, like, farts... And then you look at the damage, <laughs> and it's like, oh, she did 8k, and she has a tear and a Morellos on her, and it's 3-3. And you're like, oh. oh. it's good. Oh, okay. Cool, where'd my entire board go, I guess? I guess I just took 15. Mm-hmm. It's, like, not. It's not fun to play against. It doesn't feel enjoyable to play, either i mean, sure it's yeah. nice. It's nice to like. It's nice to play. It will as, be memorable as a as a, that, as a Renato
1: abuser. As a Renato abuser, it feels very enjoyable to play. I'm just gonna this like, fucking there real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> it's against, gonna be memorable. I'm on your side. for sure. But, uh, it's just gonna be very, very memorable to play.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think memorability is a good point. Definitely, that's a really good point. Let's um. Let's move on. We've got plenty more messages from people coming in. Alright um uh this one's from keith actually uh kajouse chaos um so keith sent me a a really nice message he said ever since i started playing on oc in 3.5 he's made uh countless memories uh this community is the best community i've ever been a part of uh and i hope to be a part of it for as long as possible i thought that was really sweet that was a really really nice um a nice sort of tie-in from, I mean, one of the best players I've seen on the server ever. I mean, you know, when you think of the best player, like the players that are perennially in the top five and the top 10, I mean, that's the first person I think of. Definitely up there with with Jose and, and Angora. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yep. And Kade, yeah. of course. I mean, who can forget? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kade. Wait. Keep keep started playing in 3.5.
3: Oh, was not like that far off from me then. I started in 4. So I, I always felt like Keep was part of the community a lot longer than me for some reason. Which is actually pretty
0: interesting. He did say on OCE, so maybe he came from a different server. Yeah, he was playing SG, I think. SG. Yeah, he was playing in SG, but I'm talking about like OCE,
3: right? Because like, I've been playing I've been playing TFT since like set 3. So... I, I'm, a, I'm a late TFT pivoter. I've played <laughs> Dota Auto Chess... Like, that shitty auto chess mobile clone. <laughs> and, then, and then I played TFT.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got my compute my proper computer, with one patch of set 2 left. And I was so excited because I went from unrated to lat 1 in, like, a week. And I thought I was so good. And I used to watch Skara stream at 0 LP master going 8th every game. And I was like, I'm going to (laughs) be, I'm going to be as good as you one day, dude. I'm going to be so fucking good. I'm going to be a Mm. master's player. I'm going to be, I'm going to be just like you. And I used to play only Predator rookie role. (laughs) That's all I used to do. (laughs) Did you guys have,
2: like, big streamers that, yeah, like, like that for the color that really got you into it? Or that you watched a lot early on?
3: My... Like, I, I, I'm like, like I say, I usually it's like, if you're getting into TFT, usually like your introductory introduction to like this, he is like K3 Soju, for sure, right? There's, he was like my first big streamer that I watched, and then like Kurum Permex for sure. Um, he was like the top two, first person I ever subbed to on Twitch was K3 Soju, so he was like the first big one I watched. And then like, I just started to like trickle down into like the smaller communities more, for sure. It's like, it's just a lot more chill, right? You can ask a lot more people questions about the game where they talk to you more, so it definitely helps their learning curve as well.
2: Yeah, I think I, I, watched, um, I watched Dog in set one when he was playing TFT, mm-hmm. which, yeah, and then he, he I think, I think he still plays that it, was, but uh... not on stream. Yeah, and like, then after
1: Dopey.
2: that... You go, you go, sorry. Oh, she after that it was um, Keen. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I think I remember the first time as well I got in game with Keen. I panicked and did something stupid away
1: i was a filthy youtube casual for the longest time like i just watched people stream highlights on youtube and that was it like, I, I i i vividly remember just watching all the soju all the soju uh uh videos that, that came out you know the, the, the one the one that flex edits and, and i just I, I just remember thinking back then man this soju guy is really good he goes first in every single game on youtube <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow, his match, history, his match must be like one wow. one 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 one. Wow, he's
1: it's, it's one 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 one. This guy must be really good. <laughs> and yeah, that's really funny.
0: <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. I, I watched Karam quite a lot actually. This was before like before he was like a two or three thousand viewer streamer. He maybe got like one to three hundred or something like that. Um and he was always like really invested in, in talking a chat. Really like interested in like helping people out. I thought that was very that was like another another in for me as well. I uh will continue on, shall I? I've got plenty more. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Yeah, we're like sure. halfway halfway through. <laughs> uh, I got this one from Drowsy, Drowsy Sword. Um uh special guest on the drowsy sword and doa episode um and our very first episode funnily enough um uh, drowsy is actually a big shout out to someone in in chat drowsy's favorite friend uh, is actually naze um who is also somebody who i'd like to personally shout out as someone that's been a part of my journey for a little for quite a while he was uh really into, uh, he came into my stream really early, it was really nice, really friendly. Uh, he's been a homie from the very start, Drowsy says, which I mean, you can just imagine Drowsy saying that out loud. Um, he says his, uh, favorite moment is playing Fabled Kale in set 4.5. He said that's his favorite ever TFT moment. Um, and, and somehow being in the MSI... He said that was really, he said that was also enjoyable where all he did was play KL every game.
3: Point <laughs> five, Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot Fabled existed for a moment, but that's because I never really played it. To be fair. Uh, I was a proud
0: KL abuser, baby. Proud yep, K- me too. Proud KL abuser. Yep. I yep. played yep. KL until keepers were broken and then I hard forced keepers every game for, for fucking <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> I still remember the Kale board perfectly.
1: That's how much I abused that shit. <laughs> I actually still remember the exact Kale board perfectly. It was, it was Shen, Aurelia, Yone for, front frontline, and then you played Kale with like a, like Kindred Zyre, depending on like yep. executioners, and then and I I, I oh, wow. okay I, I don't I don't remember perfectly. I don't remember the other units. And yet, you used to you used to always
0: put double. You used to you used to put lockets and chalices on Kindred. Yes. Yeah, beside the chaos. Yep.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Times. That set was when oh, right. the, those, like beast those beast, items were yeah. broken.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry. You probably, like, you play like Zillion or some shit as, like, your Mystic.
3: Our, our items in 4.5 were just so good. Like, I, that's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember much. four point five. like I said, it was, like, my least favorite yeah. set. Was that
1: Warlords? 4.5? Yes, War, yeah. warlords. Well, warlords were just in yeah. set four in general, but yeah. Used to play keeper. Cata...
2: The Katarina build that was like, like yeah. Titans, um,
1: Gunblade. QSS, QSS. Gunblade. I yeah, don't yeah. Gunblade yeah. QSS, right? Cool. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yes. I used to play six warlord. Dude,
1: that was Raz's
3: best comp. Like before, he was known for his like Keeper Zaya. I was Keeper Kenan. Like mm-hmm. I remember in set four, he like played Turney. He won like the set four MSI, I think playing like warlord, warlord cat yeah i remember that one pretty
0: well do you guys remember sharpshooter nidalee when it was like the most broken one cost for a, for two oh. patches oh my god I, yeah. I that, that. It. it used to just kill so... insta kill every like even at like stage six a one cost three star would just insta kill any back line in the entire game <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's the there's the famous uh, Twitch clip. The Q loses his mind where he scouts. Oh, dude, that clip! so, oh, that's, that's so fucking like six doing. out of eight players are all playing a reroll comp. <laughs> <laughs> oh so oh fuck!
2: I think I missed uh, set one's Yasuo with Morello and Ionic. I didn't. I
3: didn't yeah. play
2: that one. Oh, anyone else, anyone else play was through it? that terrible stuff? I didn't but, play set, so one. set What was it again? Set one okay. with Yasuo with the I- Ionic Spark and Models. Oh, Where you
1: told he just, me this. You told me this. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. stood still
2: and killed the entire board.
1: Honestly, I forgot that Yasuo was a five cost. So I, 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 I realize now why like, I, I, I'm only hearing of this for the first time. Like, yeah. like all the way back then when you told me, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It but was like, so yeah.
2: funny because he didn't, he didn't actually like do anything. He put it on Yasuo because he was really yeah. tanky back then.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. And
2: then whenever someone on the other team would cast, they would get Ionic Spark proc'd get proc and it would proc Morellas. Yeah. So they just burned it death. Yeah,
3: Wait, spark, spark spark proc <laughs> Morello. What the hell? Yeah,
1: yeah and, and also also spark hit anything. Everything. Anyone that cast spark hit in the in yeah. the, like back then. Yeah. I see. And
2: Yasuo had had a shield that scaled with AP, So you'd yeah. play like six Torks with him. And so the magic damage, the burn was huge. And also he just wouldn't die because he had a giant yeah. shield.
1: I mean, Fine. what I remember... Oh Thank one, god I man. didn't play. Holy fuck. But... <laughs> I remember I remember stacking lockets Lock on Morgana. You, you remember that, Jacob? Oh, yeah! Stacking <laughs> lockets on Morgana with six Hawks and, and locket used to be a full hexagon. Anyone that doesn't know, in set one... Locker was a full yeah, yeah. hexagon. Like you would rebel position everyone and everyone gets locketed and locker's shield wasn't temporary. It was permanent. You just got that. <laughs> yeah. And it was also it was also bug for a patch where it scaled with Sork. <laughs> and you would put three lockets on your Morgana and your team was unkillable.
0: It was actually Our too team. fun. <laughs> this must be how people feel when I talk about like red buffing Lucian in set three. I remember red buffing Lucian and oh, red buff Lucian. Bro, that. Free, if, if, you free, if you just get three if you get three if you just get Leona and Lucian, yeah. you have fucking two cybers already. It's like you're so close. Yeah. Yep. Do, you Cyber, Lucian, could, red buff? do you think they could
2: bring back a form of, of red buff or at least like like A D uh, healing reduction? I would
1: I would like that. I would really like that. But I think red buff was really good. Like I think that's probably the reason they got rid of it. It ended just being like way too good of an item. But, yeah, yeah. but would it be good now?
3: Like, what units do you want? Red, like Red
1: Buff. Red now? Buff. Is that aside red from, from Twin shot? shot? Aside from Twin so, Shot. So, I mean, someone correct me. Wasn't Red Buff just good? Like, yeah, it was it, always it, just good. It, 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 it wasn't a Twin factor. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it was definitely partly good because you'd apply it like
1: widely. Yeah, you could you could multi multi it What's But I it was, Red Buff was just yeah.
3: I, I was just attributed to the fact that you'd only put Red Buff on the blaster units. I was like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what else yeah, is yeah. it good
2: on?
1: Well, well, the way I think about it is, isn't, isn't Red Buff literally just Sunfire Cape, except like it's way less risky because it's on a backline unit? Yeah. Cause Sunfire, and it's... Some, yeah. Because Sunfire is balanced by the fact that the frontline unit actually dies, and so yeah. it falls off late game. But Red Buff is just good the whole game, because late game, the backline unit keeps applying Red Buff. And it's, it's also that if
2: you, if you have it on a carry, you're always applying the healing reduction to Chancy who you're attacking. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. being applied to who you're attacking, so you get value on the right units. Sometimes with Morello or Sunfire, it's just going to go on a unit that's not being hit, and it doesn't mm. help you kill it as I, fast.
1: I mean, part of it might have been that Jinx was also just OP, but like Red Buff was so good that like Red Buff Jinx itself was already good enough to like carry you to a top four. You didn't even need three yeah. rounds on Jinx. That's right. Yeah, it's because after Jinx got a
0: kill right, she um she like got more attack speed and more range, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. basically, I mean, <laughs> Jinx was pretty broken. Yeah. yeah, you just like insta killed the frontliner. And then if the yeah, if your A yeah, soul yeah. hadn't stunned the entire board, Jinx just like basically would the entire enemy team because she had, blast, yeah, 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 yeah. Blaster, she had blaster and her. more attack speed. Yep. Yep. Um, I like Re- I like like rebels when you think of like cool like comps with a cool idea. For me, I always think. Of, I mean, aside from like thinking like Mech, I really think that Keepers and Rebels are a really interesting and fun comp that have a really good upside with a re with like a good downside of like clumping but also there were way less aoe abilities back then way less like 6.5 like right now how many aoe abilities there are like if you tried to put like a keeper like a keeper style like i mean and the keeper augment i think i've taken it once and i got shrouded every turn and i like just went fucking fifth um so i think like it's like if there's not enough AOE, it's like an unbalanced idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but if there's like a plethora of AOE, it's probably not even good enough. So maybe there's a sweet spot somewhere where that's like a viable idea to bring back in the future. For sure. Asol oh. was a wasn't really fun unit. I think.
2: Like I don't know about balance for him, but he was definitely like. A... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the best yeah, part Azo about set awesome. three and three point five is that all legendaries were broken.
1: Yeah, playing on a legendary board felt so good. <laughs> Did the well the only weak one was Echo until three point five, and then they reworked Echo, and then Echo was
0: also really really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, he got, he got mana back after killing stuff in three point five, I think. So he would like oh, so... alt two or three. He points. would um
1: the biggest yeah. It also he froze the heart at everybody. He he, he yeah. hit everybody bonked. He froze he oh, the hearted. Was that
2: when red buff Echo was good as well? Yeah, yeah. you like, sold your
0: illusion for, uh, you for the echo. <laughs> you sold your
2: illusion for the
3: echo. You rolled it.
0: You rolled it four two. You leveled to eight at four two with six cybers, and you prayed to hit four three. Four three. It was four three. It Not was four three. I remember I it
3: too yeah. well. Yeah, you just sold your illusion like, and four prayed. Four three roll and be like,
2: okay, we're chilling. <laughs> uh, it was what uh, when Nico's uh, galaxy was a thing, right? So if you were yep. playing rebels, it was just who hits the first ASOL Yeah, yeah, gets yep. the win. 3.5
0: was just too fun. 3, 3.5, too fun. Astro Snipers. Bard. 3.5 was yep. sick.
2: Oh, I love that set, yeah. Shout out to Bard.
0: <laughs> yeah. And shout out to I Kai- want that unit Kaiser. Back. Kaiser. Two cost Kaiser was the most broken and fun unit in the entirety of set 3. It was so good. Mostly because you could get a fucking chase demo spat. <laughs> Three. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Yeah, all basically all the legendaries were broken. Like I I was always under the impression that Thresh was like an underrated broken legendary. Wait, really? I love I Thresh. Thresh. Thresh was. Well, I thought far. I thought Thresh was appropriately rated. Wait, what? Do you think so? I Thresh is so like, good. When you yeah. think about it, it's not like in the first three you think about. I always think about GPMF and ASOL. I
1: mean I guess. Uh, I'll just say, if you ask me what I remember at 3.5, it's it's uh, I would answer, like, in terms of legendaries, I would answer Thresh pulling an Urgot.
3: True. Ooh, that almost wanted
1: Like, I think Thresh in 3 was not that good, but Thresh in 3.5, once he could pull an
0: Urgot, holy... Uh, and it gave him, what, holy. like, 70% mana or something immediately? Yeah. yeah. So Thresh <laughs> yeah, <he, an> <laughs> would pull an Urgot oh. 1 and it would cast. Holy. <laughs>
1: holy crap. That was something else. You give a blue buff? Holy. Yeah. But yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I forget a lot about set four
1: sometimes, but what well, that was Lee
2: Sin and set right, which was some of oh, yeah. the coolest.
1: Oh yeah, well, set so cool. four legendaries were so fun as well. Yeah. yeah, I think four still holds the title for having the most powerful legendaries, at least in my opinion. Like,
0: yeah. is that it yeah,
1: chosen though? You think? I think that's just because of chosen more than anything. Really? I disagree. I I think that like out of baseline, four is like the most like four has the most like splashable and like powerful legendaries that they've ever printed. Like. The, the set four legendaries are so flexible. Like Azir, Set, Duni, Zillion. Zillion, yeah. What am I missing? Like, the cap, the cap boards you can get in set four yeah. were
3: so good. Like, yeah.
1: The, oh, Kane was the only one that wasn't as spl- like a splashable because Kane you needed to hit early. But yeah, the set four legendaries were so splashable. Like, set four doesn't even, like, you hit a legendary, chances are it's going on your board. And that was so good. It was
0: actually pretty similar yeah. in set two, if I remember correctly. Like Singed was on every oh, yeah. board, Amumu was basically on every like you would like you would get to level eight, you would roll your gold, and then it was like you would buy any singed, any taric, any amumu, and you would just swap three units for those three yeah. at any time.
2: Fair. He, do you do you like that sort of gameplay where like there's units like Yumi? I guess is a gorilla example. Like you hit a Yumi, it can go, it can fit
1: in no matter what you're
3: i I enjoy those those
1: matters as someone as someone who abused yumi for 3000 plus lp the answer is
0: yes (laughs) so one of the things that i hated about yumi as like a champion design not to mention like it's aoe stunning ability i won't go like there but the fun for legendaries for me comes from like oh shit like this unit just killed like three of my opponent's units with its big crazy ability and I think that's why like set three and four were so enjoyable because you had the legendary units be damage dealing units where I think it's less impactful to have like oh I guess I just fit Yumi on my board now and hee hee I stun the whole enemy team free
1: it's It's a safe free
0: Morello cast yeah yeah uh I don't find that as enjoyable as like the set three or the set four legendary like archetypes like oh man it's really cool to like GP stuns the whole enemy board like blows things up like MF Who do we have a... now? uh that does that. Victor oh, Ka- yeah, for Victor. one catch in set six Kaiser did
1: that. <laughs> oh <they're... laughs> yeah. well Oh, Victor when it was good it also did that, like but before he got nerfed. Victor also blew up whole boards.
2: Do you guys think uh, Jinx is on the warming right now?
1: Yes. Like no, I think I think she's okay. She's exactly just okay. She she went from like trash trash. I feel like
2: like
3: I haven't tried it, but I I want to try splashing AP on her rather than AD, because I feel like when she's just sitting in the clump of everyone trying to auto shit to death, she's just gonna die. Mm. So maybe I rather I want to see like more impact from like the explosion when she lands. I don't know. I I ever tried it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, I'd love for like yeah more impact from that, and also like I would like more friendly fire damage. I think I, I've just forgotten about that. The fact that oh you yeah, your it burns and
3: burns your units as well. right. Kind of right. Like, I, I don't even know. remember.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it it just feels like yeah the, the initial damage, which feels like the whole point of the champion, it, it does like a jumps up into yeah. the air, big explosion of yeah. damage. It just feels it so unbalancing. <laughs> if we did, it cool If it did, like, huge damage and was also a really big risk because it could really hurt your team, that would be really cool.
0: Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think six scrap's pretty good. I know we said we're not going to talk about TFT, but I actually think six scrap is really good right now. Like, four scrap mid-game is actually a really, really good board, and you can transition yeah. Yeah. it really easily. Because there's a lot mm-hmm. of, um, there's, like, additional scrap unit, there's, like, on every tier there's a really good scrap mm-hmm. augment available to you at the moment mm-hmm. like things like back foot um anything that buff shields any additional scraps is also really good as well like scrap heart scrap whatever um i played a couple of six scrap games uh the problem is that i i don't even know if this is true but for some reason jinx just changes targets like every second auto
1: no 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 that's intentional it's, it's, it's intentional. That's, that's not intended it
0: no, 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 that's intentional, that's
1: intentional. So they, they changed the targeting AI, Jinx fires randomly now. No, fuck so it's that. actually no. a
0: buff. No, 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 no it's actually a, a buff. No, no, it, it no, no, like no, no, ruins it's just, fights, yeah, yeah, it ruins yeah. fights, I'm telling you right now. No, 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 it's, 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 suits, it's right?
1: definitely, no, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. It's no, definitely that's... a buff, because, no, it's definitely a buff, because her previous AI would prioritize tanks first, so now your Jinx actually gets to hit backliners. There's no way you want your Jinx to just fire
0: at a frontliner. Nah, it's way my real. Jinx has nice. never killed a no, backliner no, no. its entire life,
1: dude. It's never. Well, you know, maybe you should just get <laughs> lucky. Is this fucking
0: Happy Jinx. Happy I mean,
3: Jinx is the I, way to go, I, no? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Just, yeah. Yeah. I just I play it. AP Jinx, so you're not
2: tired to run on this. Yeah. I think that was what, early set 6, right? That, yeah, AP Jinx was more common early set 6, but it was like, IE, um... Oh, I don't know if IEJG Hodge, I think, or something like that. was like, really good.
1: I thought the early set is AD Jinx was just good. I don't
3: know.
2: I think Jinx was just better, altogether, early set 6. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, yeah.
3: They, they they gutted that unit to the ground actually after like, that unit. Yeah, every yeah, time that yeah. you saw it on the chemtech
1: board. It's they, like, okay. they, nerfed the, they nerfed the HP and then they nerfed the attack speed, and that was like two really yep. good things. Now it's, now it's garbage. Anyway. Okay, it's definitely not garbage. Everyone keeps saying Jinx is garbage right now, she's definitely not garbage. I'm trying to defend cool. Jinx here, she's definitely not at that.
2: I'm with you however, on the scrap comps. I think like 4 scrap, 3 social and earlier. is my favorite comp right now.
0: I just yeah, love 3 really social cool. I'll, play, I'll play that shit I would never transfer <laughs> yeah. the items off to Jinx. At the moment. It's just ints.
1: I think the awkward part, right, and I've complained about this a lot on stream, the awkward part is, is that you can't play Jinx and Vi on the same board. And yeah. I think it's... Vi's getting nerfed again, so there's a good chance she falls out of the meta. But up until now, the bruiser frontline has been so flexible that you're always playing Vi. So it's almost been impossible to fit Jinx in your board. It's it's like that more than Jinx being bad.
0: It's just like it's impossible to pivot out of bruises, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Do you think with the traits that Vi has that she can even be pushed out of the meta? Like half the time she's just your endgame uh, innovator tank because of Jace. Yeah. Well, it's hard for her to ever be that bad, right? Her tags are just
1: so good. Yeah, it's hard for her to ever be that bad. For sure.
2: Yeah. I think when I saw Vi and Sedge in PvE, I thought there's, like, no way that these two units are just, like,
1: playing. Never played cool. together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how I gained all the... that's how Game Savage LP on, like, the first patch of the set, was just playing Bruiser Fines. Because Vi and Sedge were, like, just so broken. Yep.
0: So, so good. We talked about this last week on the podcast after Sol left, but Mort basically said that their first choice when seeing that they knew Sedge was going to be too overpowered was seeing if they could give Blitzcrank clockwork <laughs> to make up for it. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they wanted more 2-costs <laughs> with 3-traits to be, like, splashable good units, basically.
1: Well, I don't mind 2-cost 3s. I mean, what they're doing now is a lot better, where they're making it so that the units themselves are weaker. Uh, I, I think that's a much healthier direction. I mean, I personally really like the flexibility of uh, 3 traded 2-costs. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. I wish they were a little bit more niche though. Like Skirmisher Aurelia was Oh, bit, I like... love that unit so much. Obviously that unit was so fucking broken Ooh. and so good, but like it had the <laughs> three best trait it had the three best traits of the entire set, like all together. I think
1: like yeah. I remember playing
0: Aurelia like last like
1: uh like set five point five and so many times I'm just like wait, she's also a legion now? I-
0: <laughs> she's also <laughs> randomly a legion now.
1: In addition to being Skirm Sentinel, she's also randomly a Legionnaire.
0: She was the best unit on basically every board, <laughs> every good yeah. like late game board. She was in Lucian. She was played in like Callista re-roll. It was like Jax. She was like the tank in Jax comps. Aside from the Ironclad, Rocker
2: Reroll? Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, the yeah, Rocker, Rocker re-roll. re-roll,
3: Riven re-roll, Draven. I, oh, I remember that set. units too broken. we just
2: wanting to like like wanting to improve and that's it, wanting to like play flexible or play better. And just every time I'd see Irelia, it's like, well, I can't. I have to play this unit.
3: <laughs> For sure. No, but your app was flexible if you had an Irelia on your board. Yeah. Like on your old, you'd be like, oh, Draven? Guess I'm playing Draven. Oh, Jax? Because like the Irelia would fit in no matter what anyway, I guess.
2: I mean, it. I guess there was Renunu. That was the better call.
0: Oh, I yeah. loved Renunu, dude. <laughs> Untied used to be obsessed with Renudu. Um, Renudu? Yeah. I think I, make go, make me I play got Cartwood
2: for the player. I think I got you to play it once, Sol. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: i, I played player. a couple of games first. with game Renudu. I, I, oh. I think I got to I think hit the 6th Renudu dream. It was the first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's keep going. We got a couple more of these. Uh, okay. I, can't, I can't read them all, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so there's like 15 more. I'm going to do, like, one, oh. or two, one, one or two more. Some <laughs> <Okay. laughs> quick fire rounds. Yeah, we're going to do... I'm going to do one big one because um, this was actually Vince who got back to me, like, first, basically. Uh, I left him to last. I thought it was going to be a really... It's a really nice one to end on, I think. Uh, Vince's best moment in TFT was hosting his Vincia tournament. I thought that was a really... Uh, it was really enjoyable to watch as someone that was, like, new and up-and-coming. Um... And the nail-biting moments between all the OCSEA top players in that event, uh, which was also great. Um, he also says that he used to um, hang out with uh, Dibby, and they used to play in Discord with Raza all the time together, just playing games over and over again, just hanging out. Um, and I thought that that was a really nice one. I thought that was quite a um, quite a good indication of, like, Another, like, a similar style of community that existed before this one did. Uh, where there were people that would just hang out in Discord calls and spend some time together. Really cool. Thanks so much for that one, Vince. Yeah.
3: Hell yeah. Oh, if you guys didn't know, you guys have a Vincer's Gauntlet veteran and participant on your podcast oh. right now. I've yeah. played in that shit. Oh, shit? Let's fucking do yeah, All right, I give us a, a recap. Let's
0: give us a fucking recap.
3: <laughs> That was probably the sweatiest tournament I've ever played. Now, granted, I haven't played a lot of tournaments, <laughs> but that was the sweatiest one I have ever played. All of the, like, you guys see the, the latter? Like, Jose, mm-hmm. Keefe, Um, Shoxi, Arae. Those are, like, man, there's so many names that I remember were there, and it was just so hard. I felt myself, like, the pressure of, like, having to play in, like, a super competitive setting was, like, insane, it was such a fun experience. What was it? I went. So, top eight made it to day two out of like 16. I was like 10th. <laughs> I didn't make it to day two, but like I was very close. I was like two mm-hmm. points off. Yep. I, that was a, I was flexing Draven every game, and Araya <laughs> won that tournament, and he was a fellow Draven player.
1: <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so me,
3: Every time I saw a ride my lobby, you'd be like, oh, fuck! I'm contested on the." Oh, <laughs> if you guys, I'm contested. That was the patch where um, it was the meta where you have to roll at four one. Like you go seven four one, you roll all your gold and you pray for like a two star right. forecast. You pray for Mord, Velk, like the comps were Mord Velkaz Draven. Oh, that was mm-hmm. the one where skirmisher six skirmisher jacks was like super broken. That oh, place.
1: this is the oh, this is the skirm patch. Is- is this- yeah, this is, this is the patch- skirm patch.
3: But you can play They're 3 like, one star turns and just yes. win every round.
1: Yeah, yes. I remember that. Holy so crap! Yeah, I remember. Everyone
3: like, was literally rolling uh, at seven.
1: I was just PD. Yeah, I remember roll when on... like you hit like you hit Lee Sin Pantheon off box and oh, you already know it's the first. Yeah, <laughs> <Ooh>, yeah. <Yep. laughs> I mean, roll on seven, seven. and pray.
2: That's that's yeah. still how I
0: play. <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to have zero gold at four one <laughs> with a shit board. Yeah. Yep, that that nah,
3: was, no, that no. that turn was just too fun. I don't
0: know. It's a good memory.
2: For
0: sure. Ah, oh, Guys, I mean, we've done a lot of OCE, SEA, tournament, best friends, reminiscing. Anybody out there in the chat right now, uh, it's a good chance if you've got any questions or special moments that you want to share please let us know Uh, we've been going for an hour and a half I have only had two drinks but I cannot drink like I used to so I'm feeling a bit tipsy already so uh, we are getting to the stage where this podcast is going to start devolving very quickly because I will no longer be able to control anything going on right now So if you've got anything going on in the chat, if you want to chat to us, please let us know because this is really the sort of big things that we wanted to discuss and we're just going to hang out for a little bit, I think. Penny says, Untied Shigers, Untied, how do you respond? Shigers? I, I, that's all I can say. (laughs) I might cut this out of Uh. the audio of the episode. (laughs)
1: Uh, un- Untied Chain, when?
0: Oh. Okay. The man's, like, underwater right now. Don't, like...
1: Yeah, but, you know.
0: What's your plans? Once once
1: he's no longer underwater. What a beautiful community <laughs> for a shitty <laughs> game. it a shitty game. True.
0: Yep. <sighs> We're pleased to have got to know all of you guys. Uh, if you are listening at this point, it's, uh obviously big thanks to everybody it's been really nice um having you here I'd like to uh extend a big thanks to viagra for joining us today first of all Carlos um what have you got coming up anything exciting Dude, I
3: nah, <laughs> probably not because like I I don't know if I I don't think I know I don't only announce it on Twitter but like I started a new job so like I probably won't be streaming for the next couple of months because of like the probation period. So, I, like I said, I'll just see you guys on ladder. So, sadly, that's like the big announcement that I have. Sadge. no streams uh, for two, three more bitch. months.
0: That's it's okay. So uh, we booked a guy that doesn't stream and a guy that's about to stop streaming on the episode.
2: Uh... I'll I'll <laughs> start streaming. I'll, I'll take I'll take calls. Take
0: Take my like DJN hour.
3: Not not degen, but like take my time slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're at like the pre degen hour slot, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I used to stream not...
3: like for the OCE E D gen because, like, for me, I'd start streaming at like ten, mm-hmm. which is like twelve midnight for you guys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no, I,
1: I remember, I remember those streams, those the times. Yeah.
0: I stream yep. in the mornings, so none of you are awake, so it doesn't matter.
3: I'm yeah. there. I do. I'm
0: usually there. Yeah, on your you're morning. usually there. That's true. <laughs> There's like a
2: 50-50 chance that I am awake for anyone here stream.
0: Jacob's either wow. been up for like 75 hours or he's been asleep for 75 hours. There's no one in between. <laughs> no in between. It's like, oh, hey man, where have you been? He's like, oh, I've been asleep since Monday. Cool. Oh, that's it. Sounds good. <laughs> yep.
2: I'll start streaming, but I'm just going to go you know, go live at random times throughout the day.
0: You stream yeah. from 3 a.m. till 6 a.m. and then take a break like go to bed yeah. and, and start streaming from midday again
2: i can't believe i've got no viewers at 3 a.m.
0: let <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> that's the america that's the american time <laughs> slot yep uh untied it's yeah. been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast um i hope you've enjoyed yourself because this is uh Kind of a first for you, I think, getting uh getting a cam out there was people put a face to the name.
2: Yeah, it's been really good. Um, um I was a bit rushed and worried that I wasn't going to be able to do this with the internet dropping out. So it's good that it's it's been working. And yeah, couldn't have asked for a better group of guys to do my first first stream with. I Well coming on stream first time coming on stream. <laughs>
0: Uh, I've left him for last this time, because I want him to have the final word today, and that is my friend, uh, my co-host, and lovely man Soul. thank you, as always, for being by my side every week doing this fucking dumb podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's always an absolute pleasure to be here, and, uh, I mean, to see how far we've come, especially, like, from, like, how it even started, has just been really, really, uh, surreal is that the right word? I don't know, it's really, really, really cool. And, uh, I mean, with all the guests that we have coming up, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be really, really, really exciting. Um, you know, really, really exciting whole year to come as well, so, there's still so much
0: more to, like, do. There's so many more people to meet, and, yeah. Really, really good. Guys, uh, usually I would suggest that you stick around for the post-show so you can hear everybody the next guest but we've already announced it it's already well known who's coming on the podcast for the next couple of weeks if you did miss it however we do have Acer, who is the na challenger series most recent challenger series winner he won the most recent something tournament innovator cup is that right I'll figure it out before right. next week. Don't fucking. We clearly me. do our research. I'll do my we're research do sometime research. between now and next week. <laughs> we have a whole week to prepare for this stuff. Oh, uh, oh god. Sorry, Acer. I promise I know who you are. Acer <laughs> doesn't know who I am, so it doesn't. <laughs> make... okay. I know who
1: I, I know who Acer is. That's all He's I'm also a suspect. poker expert,
0: so we're yeah, to He's a poker a... legend, right? No. We're going to talk a a lot about. We're yeah. going to talk a lot about poker probability and how that translates to TFT. We're going to nerd out on the statistics a little oh. bit. TFT math being? episode? Or... math. Yeah, we're going from TFT drunk episode to TFT math episode. You guys get everything in this podcast. And then, of course, after the Acer episode, we have... Fuck, man. What do you even say? Is it the biggest guest we can possibly book? I mean, it's definitely one of them. I mean, aside from our lovely co host and guest that i have on today i think it's like the best possible outcome we have mismatched socks coming on the podcast sir tft legends he has has a game now he has a game he's working on a game we're gonna ask ask him we're gonna ask him about his new game we're not gonna keep him too young Uh, because he's a young man with a young family and he's working on a game (laughs) um so that might be a short episode but Jeez, man, we got some good stuff coming up. And after that, we've got uh, Crowan, who will be coming on. We don't have a date set for that one yet. We do have a very exciting episode with Crowan, though, the TFT expert caster. And that will be right on the heels of regionals as well. That'll be right before the regional finals. And, uh, I mean, for the... We have two guests booked after that, but you guys are gonna have to wait a couple of weeks for those ones. I'm sorry, but we got some pretty good guests coming up as well. So, uh oh, soul's gone. This is like last week. My yeah. bad. My I'm bad.
1: Back. He's back. My bad. I. mistakes oh. were made. We are back. Mistakes were
0: made. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm back. Guys, I, I fucked up. Chill. <laughs> Okay, it's mis- clicked. Um, yeah, so we do have the next six weeks all booked out which is pretty ridiculous I mean there have been points where we weren't even sure if we were going to have a guest there was like four weeks when we didn't have a guest so to have sort of seven or eight <laughs> episodes in a row with special guests from all over the place is a great feeling Um, Viagra you're not going to be streaming yes. as much but please tell everybody where they can find you
3: um, you guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, IG, um, same IGN, Viagra, so come give me a follow, I guess, for sure. I tweet random shit, Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be tweeting now that oh, I'm not going to be using Twitter to like announce my streams, but you guys can give me a follow there for sure.
0: Hey guys, just got to the office, bought a bagel, looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm tired. Thank you very much, as a guest, uh, for being on the episode. Where can people find you?
2: Um, go sub to Soul and Color, and I'll be in the chat. That's why you <laughs> <want> me. <laughs> you
0: fucking hear that, guys? You fucking hear that? Fucking <laughs> Sub to BiagraCutler and Soul, please. Please, we're fucking desperate. Guys, please, we're so desperate. Well, maybe not. Uh, I think we'll be okay. Thank you, untied. And uh, my co-host Sol, where can people find you?
1: Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitch, uh, Sol on underscore TFT. Uh, I have a Twitter. That's the same handle that I used to use a lot for announcements, but haven't used that in a while. But, uh, I do I have an actual. I have. I, I'll talk. I do have an actual schedule now that uh, I've been sticking to. Uh, so you can find any, uh, yeah, anyone interested in check out my stream, you can find me on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, uh, from 9pm onwards, uh, AEDT, so that's like Sydney time.
0: Yeah. Uh, you guys, if you're listening to this live, thank you very much. You've obviously found me at, uh, twitch.tv slash Cutler with a three instead of the E. Uh, you can also find me at CutlerTFT on Twitter. I post, uh... About TFT, I've started adding more educational content to my Twitter because I would really like to help new players and players who are looking to improve at the game. So I posted a big thread about going from 0 LP masters to 200 LP grandmasters in six games and uh, what I learned from that on a patch. I'll try and do that as much as possible. Uh, If you like that stuff, um, join our Discord, follow... Soul on Twitch, follow Viagra on Twitch, um, follow Untied on Twitter. Uh, and guys, that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening to the roll down from all of us. Uh, really appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.